right, cool. And five, four, three, two. What up, y'all? Welcome to Here's the Thing. I'm Kevin Stay Cheese. That chick angel. Welcome to another podcast finger, episode. Finger, Smash finger, that finger, like button. Finger, Smash finger, that finger, notification button. Bangers, bangers, bangers all 2023. Bangers, bangers, bangers just for you and me. <laughs> uh, church announcements real quick. Uh, as of right now, Tacoma is this week. Three of the five shows are sold out. Sacra- thank you. Sacramento, one of five is sold out, and I think two or three are very close. After that, New Brunswick, New Jersey selling well, and Boston is selling well. Ball Brother, there's, there's only 40 tickets left to Atlanta, and I believe there is some code that you have to have. I'm, if you're in the Patreon, I'm going to give you that code first. Come on. And then if the Patreon is done with it, then it'll be out to the regular world. Mm-hmm. But for all intents and purposes, Atlanta's pretty much sold out except for those 40 tickets. Uh, and I don't know what happened to the, I don't know what happened to that code. We're in, we're in talks with Live Nation to figure it out. How does it feel to be on a Live Nation tour that's very rock star? Okay, I have a church announcement. (laughs) Is this going to cause an argument tour? We'll be kicking off June the 11th in Los Angeles, California. Tickets are not on sale yet, but go ahead and save your little coinage. And it's not going to be like just a regular podcast tour. What's it going to be? Just a little sneak peek that I'm going to give y'all. We're doing a live iteration of Crafts and Cocktails on stage with Patreon members. Why'd you do that? Why is the old Lord? You getting them people drunk, Angel? Why can't I? Why you why why you trying to ruin our fun? I'm not trying to ruin your fun. Then why'd you say, oh Lord? You should have been like, that's a great idea, friend. We Ubering in them there. We Ubering them, them home. Make sure your insurance is up and good. They having one drink, Kevin. Make sure your insurance is up and good, Angel. It's free liquor. I see. I Make see sure your insurance doing. is the. I want you I to. See. I want bald and be, uh, bald and beautiful. E T T I G G I. We not to, getting these people drunk. They having one watch, cocktail. Some, some people was on that show was well unaware of what alcohol did to them when they had to do vacation well, bobs. They were Crab. doing shots before they got on the show. That was production. That wasn't. Angel. I know. Thank you. I know. I was there. A bird pooped on my leg. Don't you crap on my idea. I'm not crapping. I want you to succeed. I don't want nobody to come after you. That's all I'm saying. I get it. You don't think I think about these things. I just, you know what, Angel? Do what you want to do. Also, a special thank you to our sponsors, (laughs) ZocDoc, HelloFresh, and Policy Genius, who you'll hear more about in a minute. You try to love on somebody, you That's try to make sure that was love. How's that crapping on your idea? You did. I said, we're doing a live iteration of Because I thought and about a certain person who was on Crossing Cocktails and a bird crapped on their leg and they didn't even feel <laughs> Kevin, it. Kevin, you drank a lot, a whole lot. I'm big. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I bird pooped on my leg for 20 minutes and I was just like, what this happened? My leg. Liv, yes. Crap. Kevin had three shots. And then two cocktails. I promise you, somebody put me on a merry-go-round and said, <laughs> listen to Angel talk and do this crap. He's the one who went that ham. I'm not doing that with none of these people. That's all right. You know what? He don't want to listen to me. He, I, I, you don't want to listen to me. I am listening to you. <laughs> I said we're not doing it like that. We ain't, all we're right, not all right. Whatever, whatever. Enough out of you. Go ahead. Let's talk about Chris Brown and fights. Go ahead. <laughs> 
One of my favorite movies is a movie called Life. In the movie called Life, there's a character played by Bokeem Woodbine. This character is mute, and he's great at baseball, but he can't get right. That, ladies and gentlemen, is Christopher Maurice Brown. I don't know if that's his middle name. I was about to say Maurice. I don't, think I don't know if that's his middle name. Let's see what it really is. Let's see what his middle name is and see if he's bad because of it. Oh, my God. His middle name is Maurice. His, <laughs> I don't know if I just threw that out there or that's I knew that. That's pretty good. That's prophetic. Christopher Maurice Brown. I was trying to think of the last time I heard a headline of Chris Brown that wasn't negative. And I couldn't remember. He allegedly, 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 speculation, speculation, got into a fight with Usher. Now, this part is not alleged. On video, I've seen him what looks like a heated debate with Tayana Taylor. Mm -hmm. uh, looks like Usher was trying to separate them. They said Usher had a broken nose. He did a video after that. It didn't look like it, he had a broken nose, yeah. but he did have a little hair out of place. There was a little, <laughs> a little hair flipped up. Little hair flipped up <laughs> that was unlike Usher. Uh huh. Now, when this happened, I said, "Now, now, breezy, Usher is having a resurgence like I haven't seen yeah. in a while." And I'm not even saying Usher fell off or went away. I think he's always been loved. I think he's always done well in his shows. But since that tiny desk and that uh. Vegas um, residency. residency. It's like Usher has, I don't know. It's like we loved him all over again. Oh, yeah. I'm we were think, reminded. We were, we were reminded. I was trying to think of a black artist whose residency has been as popular as Usher's, where they have like, I think this is his third or fourth extension mm -hmm. of his residency. The blacks be pulling up. I've, I've been, we're going again for one of my sister's birthdays. Mm -hmm. Uh, one of my homegirls who loves Usher's has been to every iteration. She'll be at every single one. Uh -huh. Um, he's just doing great. Yeah. So hearing that Usher had Usher ever, I don't think I've ever heard of Usher getting in a fight before. No, that's definitely not. He's not bad boy. Like no, the Chris Brown's uh, mm. uh, brand after a while became like bad boy Chris. That's never been uh, Usher. Has always been I'm a cheat on you and i'm gonna steal your girl that's always been us chris, chris has hater in him though why though i don't it, wh why is he so you know what he needs to watch he need to go watch a couple therapy i know we're gonna talk about the ball and the beautiful but one thing that's crazy about that show is that therapist she connects the dots from how you act as an adult and where that uh that root is in your childhood yeah it gets on my nerves after a while but yeah <laughs> Because because she connects forever. He got she, she like, let's go back. Let's go. But bitch, she's beating me now. Let's talk about <laughs> That's this. That's one of right my therapists now. used to be like that. I was like, all right, everything can't be because I was fine. <laughs> right? She she was like that. But I want to understand. I want him to understand because it's like I don't want to hear nothing else about it. But I can't. Like the day after he allegedly got in a fight, speculation, speculation. I seen a video of him fussing at a, at Missy's set at the same Lover and Friends Fest, Lovers and Friends concert. You know what it is? One, I will say this, I, because I'm not a Chris Brown fan like these people are that I feel like make excuses for him every single time he does Along something. Along the way. Um, I will say it's an easy headline. 
if he raises his voice, it's an easy Fair. headline. Sure. And Fair. it's a believable headline, too. It's very believable. And you're going to believe it was him every time. It is so easy. However, comma, a part of me wishes he realized that and, like, uh, like, cocooned himself a little bit more of knowing, like, you can't. You can't do like other people do and have an argument and it just like pass by. People are going to bring up your whole entire rap sheet. Yes. And not add the this music to part. No, not at the all. The crime. Yes. You know, so one time we were at All Deaf, we were shooting at a place called Place. And at, at, I'm trying not to name names. Oh, I know. I was like, yeah, uh, Melissa don't want me to name names. Next to us, and this actually happens in production a lot of times. When people figure out you're filming, they know you got a budget and a deadline, and they'll try to make a lot of noise, disrupt you so that you'll pay them off, uh-huh. right? I remember this first happened when I was working with Austin TV. This guy came. We were shooting in a neighborhood, and production tends to, like, spill over into the street. There's, like, uh-huh. cords and trucks and um, people walking around. So he lived in the neighborhood, and they didn't give him any money. They only give, like, the house and the two houses next to it because they, like, the space they're invading. He was on the block but not paid. So he drove out into the street. And he just laid on his horn so that they would have to, like, cut, go and talk to him. They gave him, like, 200 bucks, and he went away. That's when I realized that happened. This happened many times since then. One time we were at All Deaf, and this guy was, uh, we had paid to have this whole outdoor studio. The guy didn't like, didn't care, and he was mad at the studio because he was renting a space to work. So he had a chainsaw, I mean, like a wood saw, and he was just, like, as soon as we would say rolling, he would just so we'd say cut and go and talk to him. Like, hey, man, you know, we're trying to shoot. Can you do this in between? We paid for this, blah, blah, blah. Right? He wants drama. So Pat loses it. He was not the calms in weed head. He usually is. Went over there and was trying to, like, talk to the dude. Dude started talking crazy. Pat was like, nigga, you know where I'm from. You know, once black people start saying that, fist the cuffs are next. <laughs> I pulled Pat aside and I said, this is a white dude that he was fussing with. I said, Pat, when the police inevitably get called, who is who is going to go to jail? The white man who works here, mm-hmm. who's using his wood saw at his wood shop, regardless of the situation, or the black dude with dreads and the rest of the black people. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know what? You're right. You ain't that light-skinned, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> it seems somebody has never pulled Chris aside and said this, or oh, they have... It. And he has not let it sink in. I think to Josh's point, Chris's rise was stunted because of his actions. Mm -hmm. And I think he's never recovered from where he thinks he should be. Right. You see it when he goes at Robert Glasper for winning best R&B. That was the base of my he's got the hater in him now. Yeah. It's like. I'm so much more talented than these people mm-hmm. and they are getting the things that I deserve. The performances, the money, the notoriety, the Grammys, whatever that is. Speculation, speculation. Apparently he was arguing with Tiana Taylor. This is allegedly, I don't know this to be true, but it makes sense. Cause I was like, what are you arguing with Tiana Taylor about? Mm-hmm. Apparently she was the creative director for the AMAs and he was upset with and or blaming her for his, his performance getting canceled. Apparently he had worked really hard for his performance on the AMAs and at the last second it was canceled. Shout out to her for being creative director yeah, for the AMAs. That's what she'd been doing a lot. Apparently she did that for Mulatto and she'd been pissed about like her music and like she's very vocal about Kanye destroying her album. He did put a whole bunch of space sounds on her album that 
didn't feel like they fit. Mm-hmm. I remember being like, what are all these laser beams? And then she was like, at the last second, Kanye got in there and just added all this space <laughs> stuff. And I was like, dude, it made sense, but it, it made Like, why would you do that? I don't know. Unfortunately, I never... I never thought her music was ever going to take her where she wanted to go. She's way more creative than music, but go ahead. No, I was just saying like, if I don't know if that's true or not, but it looked like I, I could see, you know, to what Josh was saying, there's a lot of anger. I mean, he said that he's angry. His, he grew up in an abusive household. He said, mm-hmm. uh, you can see that he's angry and you can see that he's very talented. And I say this all the time in this world, in this industry, talent isn't enough everybody's talented. There's a lot of talented people. Likeability is infinitely more important than Mm -hmm. ability. Do people want to work with you? They want to be around you. They want to be on set with you. Do they want to book you? They want to deal with your demands. If they don't want to do that, you're not going to get the opportunities you might think you should deserve based on your talent. And somebody who is good and cool and chilling and great in the green room and fun to be around, going to get that opportunity and you're going to be at home upset. Yeah. I, I do think, um, regardless of whether or not these allegations are true, even if I don't look at this weekend, if I look at his past that has been proven to be true, enough of them, it definitely looks like this baby got anger issues. And um, which some people do. This is not to demonize him. Some people don't have a good enough control over their uh, emotional expression. And so it kind of just erupts instead of them being able to, talk about how they're feeling however um because of that and because of the environments that his career puts him in Mm -hmm. i don't think he has the skill set or the capability to control himself in in those situations so he really shouldn't not be in any situation that is Actually parallel to his career because it's like any situation most of them because a lot of them in the music industry, there's a lot of sex. There are a lot of drugs. There's a lot of alcohol, which then people use as an excuse to behave poorly. Mm -hmm. And if you're a person that can't remove yourself out of those situations or go back to let me, as me and Josh were talking about before this, let me edit myself. Because some stuff is about to pop off and I don't want to add f- uh, fuel to the fire. I don't think he has that skill set yet. So mm. he ends up in situations that for most, a lot of people who either are sober or just are not, are a little bit more emotionally intelligent, they can see this is ain't, this ain't about to be good. Let me go on here to the other <laughs> side of the room. <laughs> Let me move to the other side of the room. He just, um, he just doesn't he doesn't have those skills and uh it just feels like he's constantly in situations that like uh for the lack of a better term cuz i hate using it trigger his e- big emotional responses yes i agree with everything you said and interestingly enough somebody on twitter um tweeted this out i don't know if this is all true but i remember a good amount of these it was chris brown made one mistake uh, February 2009, assaulted Rihanna. Uh, they admitted that they were fighting, but as a man, you 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 don't fight the woman back. Even if you get hit, you 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 remove yourself. He didn't do. 2011, March, smashed the window and stormed off Robin Roberts' interview set. February 2012, stole a woman's phone. January 2013, assaulted Frank Oceans and threatened to shoot him. 
June 2013, shoved a woman to the ground, leaving her with torn ligaments in her knee. July 2013, involved in an alleged hit and run. October 2013, arrested for felony assault, reduced to a misdemeanor. September 2015, pushed a woman off a bus and she filed a third degree assault charge against him. January 2016, punched a woman in the face and took her phone. May 2016, threatened tour manager with physical assault. August 2016, arrested by police after showing up at a woman's house and threatening her with a gun. 2017, Karuchi Tran obtained a restraining order against him. 2023, allegedly fought Usher. 2023, got into an altercation that Missy said. Um, he could have recovered from the Rihanna thing. He f- could have fully recovered. They were teenagers. Mm-hmm. And half the time America don't care about black women. So he could have, like for real, recovered his career from there. So I know people are like, why are you always bringing up old stuff? He truly could have. Yeah. But then the behaviors afterward made it seem like, oh, you just like to act up. You just you just like to be You want to cause the class to miss the pizza party because you know you're not getting the slice. So now nobody can have a pizza party. He really, like, that was a horrible, horrible event for both of them. But he could have, men have recovered from way worse. Mike Tyson? Yes. Infinitely worse rap sheet than this. It's like people forgot he went to jail for it. Yes. They Convicted. Him, they put him in the hangover and it was good money. Bruh, he's on a, it's like people don't bring it up at all anymore. It's just, it's, it's a lot. So is finding a doctor. Okay, you've been stewing about some health problems that you have, right? You're like, my hip is clicking. I don't know what that is. I really should get it checked out. Or I've been having heart, palp- heart palpitations, and I just, what is this? Is it anxiety? Do I have some sort of heart condition? And you almost resort to texting your group chat of friends to get their opinions. Why do we do that? Our friends are not that smart, okay? <laughs> they can recommend a good restaurant, but don't ask them for health advice. You're extremely unlikely to find quality medical advice in your chat group. Excuse me. But you can find it from a doctor on ZocDoc. Thousands of medical professionals on ZocDoc are there to help you. They listen like a good friend and give you the expert care you need. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance and are available when you need them uh, and treat almost every condition under the sun. I, my OBGYN retired during the pandemic. He, no, he, I said, Oh no, who going to check me when my check engine light comes on <laughs> for my goods, you know? Oh. And I had tried to do it without ZocDoc once hated the doctor that I went to. Not no more because I need, Good reviews. I need somebody who gonna take this good short insurance that I pay for. Amen. Mm-hmm. And I need somebody who's not gonna tell me that yeah they can see me in three months. I'm sick today. Okay, my engine is just rumbling. I need to know what's going on. Well, no more uh, Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient, reviewed, and fits their needs and schedule is just right. Go to ZocDoc.com slash SK. SK. And download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. It really is that easy. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash S-K. S-K. ZocDoc.com slash S-K. S-K. Sing, Kevin. All right, enough of that. 
this story is interesting or funny or whatever. I just, I'm curious. Uh, Robert De Niro. <laughs> what did Robert De Niro At the say? tender young age of 79 is welcoming his seventh child into the world. Oh, that dusty, dusty sperm. You said he's how old? 79. How did the sperm get? It was crawling like Lieutenant Dan when he got his legs shot off. And Forrest picked him up. A younger sperm. Oh, my gosh. Angel, can you imagine having a Mar be born when you are turning 80? First of all, that's that's not happening. (laughs) After a certain age, the, the lips seal back together. They don't open back up. They just seal back like a tight flower. They don't open back up. And see, that's the problem with the world is that y'all still can make sperm. That's Man. the issue. It shouldn't happen. That baby is not going to be able to blink. There's going to be something uh, that who's, ain't. Who's the, how old is. Robert De Niro married to a black woman. We be fertile for a long time. I think his wife is, if it, if it is his wife. How old is she? Let's see. Robert De Niro's wife. A lot of times we be fertile. Not to say we don't have infertility issues, but a lot of us be like. Yes, children from the ages of 11 to 51. Come on, Robert. (laughs) (laughs) What is he doing with a new baby? A child that's 14 and 16. Angel has what? 13 to three. Robert De Niro has 11. He has a full <laughs> new generation he just welcomed in. He's got a millennial, a boomer, and Gen Z, and then whatever. What's Amar? I Do don't they even have know. a name yet? Terrorist. I don't know, but here's the here's the thing. His eldest child is old enough to be the ground, grandchild of his youngest. Yes. Not the parent. The, the grandchild. child is old enough to be my parent. He yes. got 51. And you old enough to have a baby. Grandchild to the youngest. 51, 46, 27, 24, 11. Oh, wait. Uh, Grace Hightower might have been the black woman. Yeah. Oh, they they out. I'm sorry. Gen Alpha is what they're Grace called. Grace Hightower. Oh, they start all over. Dang, yeah. Gen Z don't become Gen A. We They wow. ran the alphabet back. Yeah, they did. But there was no Gen B, Beta. No. when I don't know where they start. I think Silent Generation is the first one. Millennial. Millennial and then... No, boomers and uh, baby boomers and Gen X and then silent generations before them. I don't know who's before silent, silent. generation. Silent. Yeah, that was when y'all shut up and be in the house. Oh, and they just wow. started at X. Okay. So he was it. married to the black woman for 21 years. Come on. So maybe that's, okay, so it's not the black woman. So somebody knew. <laughs> Mel Mitchell said, which one of y'all women let Robert De Niro climb up on top of you and do his Ooh, business? Put oh, that worm up in top. you. <laughs> do he, he stopped coming on top in 80, in 88, maybe. Robert De Niro, at this age, you got the pill, the daily pill. Yeah. The Monday, you got the stuff you got to take. The Tuesday, you got stuff you got to take. You know that peen got to be assisted. We don't get why blue chew ass no more. Why is he not snipped up? What's that thing you put on a broken arm? A stilt? A stitch? A stint. That's what they had to put, put the beside. <laughs> Listen, wrap it to it. I ain't going to hold you, Angel. I love sex. I love it. I really enjoy it. Thrust and being thrust licks all of the above mm. at 79. I, I, I got about a pump and a half. Poof, poof. No, no. <sighs> 79. A child 
You're, mm. What are you gonna? How are you gonna play with the baby? There's no, I'm telling you, the coochie lips seal back together as one. We become Barbie. It just smooths right on out. I mean, when I was a kid, I, I looked down that quick. What does it look like? <laughs> Don't There's look nothing like here. Don't look like that. There's no line. There's definitely a lot more character in it, in it now. There's a lot more character. Uh, who's the woman? She's 64. Who? They said it was an Asian woman who's 64. No. 64? She didn't birth the, that baby. Y'all rolling the dice, she man. She didn't birth that baby. Ain't no way. Oh, you think it was uh There it gotta be some surrogacy. In they vitro? It's got she probably has some eggs already frozen. Yeah, hard boiled eggs. Uh I I j they ain't no way. Ain't no way. I mean Oh no, this is his rumor his rumored girlfriend, Tiffany Chen, they said. No, rumor. Yeah, Tiffany Chen is her name, but was she pregnant? That's geriatric pregnancy is after 30, That's 38? That's not geriatric no more. Geriatric starts at 35. 35, right? She is almost twice that. It is not geriatric. It's Jerry Seinfeld. Is what <laughs> <laughs> she has a Jerry Seinfeld pregnancy because, no, ain't no, I'm trying to see if there's pictures of her pregnant. Oh, it looks like. You ain't carrying no baby at 64. It looks like. Is she? That's Sarah. That's Abraham, Sarah laughed at God. Said, "Boy, this old coochie ain't gonna get no baby." God said, "Yeah, you will." Said, "This old coochie, it'll, it'll be dusty." God don't do that stuff no more. God, he don't. There's a lot of stuff he ain't doing. We don't see bushes burning talking. He's not. He's all fed. the stuff. It's like you going back to an old set. God's like, I retired that set. Yeah. I'm not doing it. I'll go back. <laughs> have y'all heard? Have y'all heard I ain't this? Got no special. Have y'all? <laughs> Have y'all heard this joke? Well, I'm going to tell it again. I just, I'm trying to find, let me see, Tiffany Chen. The grandma is the baby. <laughs> Have you heard Jocelyn say that? No. Oh, let me find it for you, Angel. I just heard this on TikTok yesterday. Wait, he's on his third wife? Yeah, you know them rich people. They like, I'm done with this now. Listen to Jocelyn, if Angel. Mama, if you're a mama and you ain't got your baby, and your, and your mama got your baby, then you're not the mama. Your grandmama's the baby. <laughs> your grandma's baby. baby. If you're a mama, and you ain't got your baby, and your, and your mama got your baby, then you're not the mama. Your grandmama's the baby. <laughs> she done messed it all up. Jocelyn! The grandpa is the, the grandma, baby! The grandma's the baby. <laughs> Jocelyn, go sit down, girl. Go set it down. I, you know what? Congratulations to them. All jokes aside, it does seem very strange to decide to have another child this late in life. It seems also cruel to the child. You getting inheritance from a man. Listen, love your Bobby. Bobby D love you. But oh, I want to see him look upon his face. Yeah, the streets. Are, you 79. The chances of that child making it to adulthood and his father still being alive are slim. And I'm talking about living and dying of natural causes. That is your body is just hit its expiration date <laughs> versus, you know, people have parents that pass away when they're young all the time, but that is not what we think is going to happen. Mm -hmm. We know he's his latter days are longer than his. I mean, his latter days are shorter <laughs> than his former. 
I just, to me, that just seems a little, uh, just a little, mm, why are you going to do that to that baby? <laughs> How long it take you to find yourself and find the opening at 79? He might have fell in it. You- <laughs> he might have fell and she was doing yoga. And it just, it's just, it squirted out just off the fall, off the impact. <laughs> like that. That peen was preloaded. That that uh, semen was from three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was just like that. He had one in the chamber. Mm-hmm. He didn't put no clip in there. <laughs> <laughs> he probably bust like an old car started. You gotta, you gotta hit the gas a couple of times. No. It ain't you coming gotta, out smooth. You gotta private. Oh. <laughs> 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 ah! <laughs> Ah, ah, my hip. That's his sperm. That's the sperm. Ah. Or him nutting. That's him nutting. Oh, no. Oh, it's coming. Ah, Ooh. Tiffany. No. Ah, ow. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Uh. Oh, no. That thing got to get down them old... Them old pipes? Yeah, you know that sperm should be like, now I know the exit was. Right, exactly. Was it right down this way? The sperm 79 too. The, I know, the sperm I know, the was sperm looking is, for a place to lay the down and still absorb it to the egg. Ain't the sperm you get from birth? No, no. You no, keep no, producing. That's, that's, that's why that's niggas be out here making babies. Yes, our eggs are what we got at birth. And that's it. I don't care. Them pipes are old. The infrastructure is messed up. There's potholes all down the alleys and stuff. Them sperms is twisted and turned. Do you understand? No, they are. The head is on backwards. (laughs) The tail is coming out of the forehead. (laughs) These sperm is not quality. They're walking to the air. Yes. Listen, they don't know if they're going to make it. They're not swimming? They're out there paying pinochle. They're not trying to come. Uh, literally they were probably playing bridge when the alarm came he's coming what Mm -mm. again he's 79 we had a whole we had a bridge game going no these are not young no that was watching perry mason (laughs) (laughs) they was having pudding (laughs) eating pudding that baby's never gonna grow teeth that baby's coming out Raisin Bran Crunch, <laughs> Metamucil. Why your baby read the newspaper? That baby's 79 on the inside. Just, I just can't even. I, why would he, why? I really want him to tell us why. Why he said, I mean, now's the time. At this point, his issue ain't going to be like most people's big concern is like financial. That's not going to be an issue of his. Maybe he's bored. It, I would be afraid of the baby's health. Truly, hopefully the baby's healthy. That's the no cap. I really do hope the baby's healthy. That's what I would be worried about. The quality of what you're putting in the ingredients for the child has deteriorated. But the sperm is new, you said. Yeah, but it just came out of old wine skin. Yeah, it makes a difference still. That still makes a difference. The quality's down? Yes. The quality is still down. It's like uh, if you had a refrigerator with a water filter, right? Mm hmm. There's new water coming through, but that filter. Dirty. Dirty. Old. You, the, the quality is still not. Listen, they be trying to play us women when we get older. But you niggas get old, too. And y'all stuff ain't, it ain't popping. 
That's why I be coming all, all slow instead of the, the how it used to come out fast, like, pew, you know, like how Issa Rae got mad when she got, uh, Issa D, I should say, got mad when the dude nut in her eye because it, the, the torpedo out. Yeah, dude. You dude. get old, it is. <laughs> no, you it's like, they need more water. It's like a dribble. It, like a little baby spit up. Yeah, that's a bleep. <laughs> <laughs> just, just falls down. Yeah. Blue, blue, blue. Hey, I don't know which way the egg is. Yeah. It's all right. Just, just. Yeah, it's different. That's why all the stuff down there look different when it's older. It ain't so, like, I am balls. It'd be like, <laughs> hey, man, I'm just here. The balls, the eddies behind me. And, uh, that's what they be looking like. <laughs> Yeah, we just did yeah, keep us in a thighs Yeah. Sperm is the men's cry. <laughs> Jesus. Excellent. All right, man. Jesus is excellent. <laughs> Who wrote this? Jesus is excellent. Oh, Why no. they make them? I hate the men's corral. They love to put them in unison. I hate it. I hate There's everything. no harmony. And if there is, that's when oh, it's man. like, well, all right. I, that's what I hate. Don't all right them. They're not. And they be looking like children. Mm -hmm, you they know, are. they got Deacon Pete over there. Sing, Deacon. They're going to go the lead. I said, Jesus <laughs> is excellent. Oh, that's what y'all was already saying. <laughs> now you're just saying it by yourself. That's not a lead. You need to have a different verse. Uh, yeah, no. I just, congratulations to them. I hope their baby is very healthy and that they live on this earth for another 50 years. But... We know. Imagine having a 51-year-old brother. That is your granddad. Hey, and you calling him by his first name. Come on, Jack. Play this game with me. <laughs> Jack is like, hold, hold on. Hold oh on. Oh, my God. I, I, I can't imagine. I feel bad that little Marcus's brother is so much younger than him. So I couldn't but he's imagine. he's just 10 years younger. That's People have 10, 10 years makes sense. When you, when you have, have four kids, kids. Yeah, no. The spread Imagine if little Marcus was 51. His mama's not making it. His daddy must have put his old sperm in some young tenderoni because it's not his mother. It's not his, every hole is closed for shop. Every hole? Every, every hole Coochie, booty, mouth, shop. even hand jobs every. are off the table. Not a little handy. Get that arthritis and kicking in, kid. Shoulder burning. That's a problem. Triceps. That is a problem. <laughs> you two get so sick. You know what? Just, I'm getting old with my wife. You said, huh? She be like, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna need you to get to it quick. I only got about 17 up. That's the other thing. Ah, young dudes know how to get yeah. there faster. Yeah. Sometimes too fast, but still, it don't take all day. You lock, <laughs> jaw get locked up. It's just so much. It hurts. You can see your jaw be clicking. Listen. <laughs> That's what I know. I'm and nigga, you just oh, playing I, games. I, I want to get a hand job with the with the carpal tunnel. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's going to rip off half of the side. This Jesus. side of your penis is going to be raw. Raw. It's going to be 50 shades of pink on yes. there, man. It's just going to be like a gradient. Just a streak of pink from where all of the skin is gone. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. It's so funny. <laughs> no, I can't. I don't. No. I. No, it's 
It do. If you, it's too much. It be too much. It, I got. I ain't got. Mm-mm. I don't know. Listen. I hope. God bless the women out here who are really good at that, especially the ones that actually make a living out of it. Sex workers. Yes. Yeah, they be workers. retired though. That ain't no. That ain't an old woman's game usually. It's not. It's definitely not. But I, it's also. It's like the stamina of it all. Like they be. You know, trying to. I feel like hit a certain length of time that they can go oh that's what i love about being married to the same woman mm-hmm. we both got a shoot in the morning so hey you know my moves up down up down left right left right a b a b start right 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 when you're young you're like dang it's already over you're old hey are you still going nah, are you do you, you gotta go to the bathroom that's what <laughs> did you go pee <laughs> you didn't pee did you God damn, get up there and go no, pee. No, pee. Well, sometimes I don't know what the urge is. What's, <laughs> what's back there? Is this, what is about to happen? Hell, okay, wait a minute. I could go with this and we're all going to be embarrassed. <laughs> what is back there? Or I could be on the safer side and let me just take a break. Let me take a pause. See what this is. Let me just go. Because if, if, if it's either way, we could be done. But where the way we're going, I hadn't had, I hadn't been told to go pee. <laughs> I hadn't been told to go pee, and I've been like, I didn't pee. I, I did. I did. Pee's pee. a lot of thing about life right now. Nah. Uh-huh. Yeah. When we was in Dubai, boy, I tell you, me and Tab, we are some peeing somebody. Because <laughs> y'all drinking water. We drinking all that water and liquor. Yeah. But we going to go to the museum. Let me just go oh, ahead. Oh, yeah. I'm going to just go try. At the museum, it's going to be a lot. Is there the bathrooms all around? Yeah. Let me just go ahead and go. We was Melissa coming to the bathroom. I'm going. Tab going. I'm coming. This half the Dubai trip was pissed. Uh, listen, liquor has a shortcut to my urethra. It, you, it goes from my throat straight to Angel, my urethra. I'm not even playing. I low-key thought about stopping drinking. Because the pee is just too much. It's not <laughs> worth it. No matter how much fun I Because, okay, I'm going to tell you the thing. If you just drink liquor, you got to pee, right? Uh-huh. If you drink and you drink water so you don't have a hangover, then the pee is out of control. Yeah. Right? I'm never, and I got stuff to do in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not young. Melissa made a good point. She said, see, we missed our time because when you get young, drunk, hover, hungover, you're in college, you don't have nothing to do. At this age, we always have something to do. We got to shoot. At minimum, we got to take the kids to school. We got to do something. So I'm not going to have a hangover, so I'm just going to be peeing. The drinks are expensive. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of sugar unnecessarily. Absolutely. I'm just like, I don't want to pee. I don't want a hangover. I don't want to pee. It's not worth it. I'm oh, done. It's still worth it to me. I'm just going to keep peeing. I'm just going to piss. I'd be and so it's, tired. It'd be wild, too. I'd be feeling bad for these public bathrooms when your girl been drinking. Because I don't know what the sprinkler system's doing. I'm just like, Aah! I try my best and I do clean it up. But still, <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. You know what else is a lot? Figuring out what you want to eat for dinner. And I can't <laughs> Stand it! I don't want to make no more decisions after two o'clock. But when you got four kids and a husband who is hungry, food has got to be on the table. And I'm not trying to spend all my money doing uh, takeout. Like who who want to spend? Not me. All the fees and stuff. All getting the delivery fees is everywhere. It's like ordering two extra meals, just paying tip and service fees and delivery fees. So we got. A life hack in the Tanksley household. And that life hack for dinner meals is HelloFresh. Hello! 
Hey, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorsteps. And you get to skip trips to the grocery store because you can count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. HelloFresh makes dinner time a snap with deliciously easy options that will please everyone at your table. From fit and wholesome to pescatarian that's the plan that we are on to veggie they have a meal plan that suits your lifestyle plus you can swap out proteins insides to your liking check save money off your growing to-do list with the help of hello fresh hello fresh is cheaper than grocery shopping and 25 percent cheaper than takeout it's more like uh close to 40 for us because it costs us so much to Order takeout. No worries if you're not a pro in the kitchen. HelloFresh's foolproof recipes arrive pre-portioned and easy to prepare in just a few steps. Hosting a get-together, check out HelloFresh's market for crowd-pleasing appetizers, snacks, sides, and more for your next gathering. The best part, you can skip the trip to the grocery store. So tonight, I am making um, shrimp spaghetti with a kick. Like, if that don't sound... With a kick? So delicious and so bougie. I would not have thought to do that on my own. I'm going to tell you right now, I would have been just like, bum me bowl some noodles and put some marinara sauce. But they're like, no, your kids deserve more than just some boring meal. We're going to have some cut up zucchini, some shrimp, some peppers, okay, a homemade sauce. My kids are eating fantastic because of HelloFresh. They, mm-hmm. they sometimes call HelloFresh their mama as well. Do and they? I don't mind it. I don't mind it. They were like, mama, uh, mama just arrived to the door because it just got delivered. <laughs> Go to HelloFresh.com slash SK16. SK16. And use code SK16. SK16. For 16 free meals plus free shipping. Go to HelloFresh.com slash SK16. SK16. And use code SK16. SK16. For 16 free meals plus free shipping. It's HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. America's number one. All right. Uh, Glenn, I believe it's Cooper. He got a little hot water. He went to the Negro League Museum. And he was so excited to talk about it on the broadcast that he went with the original tongue on the explanation. Let's listen again, Glenn Kuiper. Kuiper. We had a phenomenal day today. Nigger League Museum and Arthur Bryant's Barbie. We had a phenomenal day today. Nigger League Museum and Arthur Bryant's Barbie. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. I feel like that's an honest slip up. I would have said the same thing. <laughs> oh, bless his heart. Nigger League Museum and Brian Lockhart. Back to you. <laughs> Two of the blackest things. We saw the nigger baseball and the nigger barbecue. Oh. What a day. I mean, the funny thing is the contrast. He's genuinely excited. Yes. We had a time. Me and this guy yes. woke up. Everybody watching was like, what did he say? <laughs> Nigger League Museum and Arthur Bryant's Barbecue. Yes. I had a pulled pork sandwich. Uh, and Have you heard of Satchel Paige? That nigger could throw that ball. Oh, my gosh. Nigger, nigger, nigger. The other dude was looking like Mike Myers when Kanye said George Bush ain't mm. He sat up. Too. He's like, hey, I say that, but I'll say it on camera. All right. Um, He's like, you did. Yo, it's not just us. The camera is here. Oh, he man. He did say it like he was telling his wife. I mean, babe, <laughs> let me tell you what. It didn't even, 
there register. Was no <laughs> registration. Register. There was no hesitation. No. There wasn't no, like, especially after he said it, he didn't even catch himself. No. It just, it somebody, just felt I, right. I, that, I am sure after the segment cut, he was like, wow. And then somebody was like, what? He's like, wait. <laughs> did that, did, that was, did I? It was like Will Ferrell and Anchorman. <laughs> He's like, F you, San Diego. <laughs> and they signed off. Do you guys remember that part? No, yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was so happy. He was like, all right. That was a good, that was a good segment. Here's his apology, <laughs> which is funny because they never show his face. If you see the video, the apology, just it's just showing the baseball field the whole time. Welcome back to Coffin. Welcome back to Coffin Stadium. I just wanted to... A little bit earlier in the show, I said something didn't come out quite the way I wanted it quite. to, um, and I just wanted to apologize if if it uh, if it sounded different than I meant it to be said. And like I said I just wanted to apologize for that. He's still in denial. Loriano is the hitter. He takes a strike. One and one. <laughs> the funniest part of it. Back to the old one. Count. It's just so few. <laughs> it still is at work. Yeah. I didn't mean to say nigger. The, apparently, it's either colored or Negro no, or something. I, he's still in denial. He still doesn't believe it. He's like, I don't know what filter you put on my I, words. I think he but just had to double down. It was like, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I didn't say nigger league museum. Three, two, low and away. <laughs> he just went Slider outside. Going right back to the pitch. That uh, takes ball four. It's going to be a walk to. <laughs> he does not believe he said it. No. I still think he's like, no, I said Negro because that's what I said. And they're like, let me play it again. Nigger. League Museum. Nigger. And then he goes, yeah, hold on. So uh, we got a full count here. Uh, <laughs> runners on second and third. He's like, one of y'all trying to, no, y'all trying to play these games and to see if I say, if I admit that I said it, then I said it. But I didn't say it. So if it sounded different to you, because that's not what it sounded like in my ears, sounded like Negro. So I don't know. I meant Nigga Museum. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Yeah, he's oh, been suspended. Like Foul tip. <laughs> he got suspended? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would oh, have he got fired? I, no, I thought, yeah, well, it's suspended indefinitely, indefinitely, which sounds like to me they're still going to be paying him. Oh, Glenn. I definitely would have, if they would have shown me that, I would have interrupted that game. Oh, my God. No. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I did not. <sighs> we had such a good time. I promise you that's not. I mean, he was just looking at placards like, these niggas was crazy. <laughs> Man, these niggas was striking each other out. I wonder if we could have played. They could have played with the whites. These niggas stats are amazing. They probably didn't show him because he might have just had one single tear just falling. Like, God dang it. What if he loves museums like I do? He was just like, boy, this is outstanding. <laughs> yes. He, I really honestly do think it was a slip of the tongue. And in his mind, he said Negro. I think he did. In because he didn't. There's no speed bump there. No. You know what? Was it was his accent. Now that I hear it. <laughs> That's what he thinks. Maybe you heard my accent. And that's what you thought. Got the words transformed. Yeah, you you heard my accent, but that's not really, uh, yeah. Um, so it, here's his partner. Apparently, his partner uh, tweeted this. This oh is the no. guy with the beard, Mike Myers. Uh, his name is Dallas Braden. He said, 
as those of you who know me well recognize, I'm sorry, this font's really small. Those don't have. As those of you will recognize, I usually speak out about injustices in order to find understanding and push conversations forward. Several people have questioned my lack of response to an issue that took place on air during pregame broadcast of the Oakland A's game against the Kansas City Royals at Kauffman Stadium on Friday, May 5th. I believe my silence has been misrepresented. At the time of the incident, I was not aware that anything in the broadcast was amiss. He'd be saying nigga all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right. He'd be saying nigga all the time. Y'all don't hear him. His mic be on. The nuances of live, of live television mean that sometimes we as broadcasters miss some of what you, our audience, see and hear. We have producers speaking in our ears about what is next. We are formulating our words to articulate our thoughts. We're moving direction from camera to camera. We are waiting for cues. We are checking sound. We have lots going on that's not always visible to our audience. In the moment, I missed a live comment, and I was not aware of it until six, the sixth inning when Glenn Kuyper, I'm going to just say Kuyper. One of these letters has to be. It's either Cooper or Kuyper. One of the, either the U or the I is silent. Okay. Because it ain't Kuyper. He gets it. He's Maybe that's why his accent was so strong. Maybe. I'm going to go with the U is silent. That's what he said. When Glenn Kuyper made an apology. I would like you to know that this incident has indeed impacted me greatly. All right. Just just take it easy. First, I want to express my support and encouragement to my broadcast partner, Glenn Kuyper, as he furthers his work in understanding the impact and hurt resulting from the unfortunate mistake. Second, when issues around race occur, I'm always interested in having conversations aimed at finding healing and advancing collaborative discussions. Oh my God. The man said, nigga. I have reached out to these conversations. I have listened and I have learned. I will continue to seek clarity, encourage learning, and engage in dialogue to bring about the best in our diverse community. All you had to say was, I ain't say nothing like that. You said I stand on the front lines at every BLM. What are you talking about? You 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 said a whole bunch of nothing. You didn't say nothing. I would have been like, I don't know dude like that. I've been told y'all he be talking crazy. Black Lives Matter. Oscar so white. Reparations for all. I would have said nothing. I would have what am I, said. What are you even apologizing I for? I would have because he heard, saw people talking about him. Oh, I don't hear nobody talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> I still got my job. I don't hear nothing. person talking about me. I don't hear nothing. He jumped out. See, that's what happens. People jump out into the street. Sometimes you just got to shut up. He apologizing for stuff. When I was seven, I, <laughs> I, I pushed this kid who kind of was mixed. Maybe he was black. Little Rock, Arkansas. Let's uh, the Little Rock Nine. I think my great great grandfather was in one of those pictures. Looking mean. Sorry for that. Uh, the bus boycotts. Hey, listen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my great granddad drove one of the buses. It's like, sir, <laughs> shut up and sit down and let that nigger take. <laughs> Did you enjoy seeing yourself? You know what? It was funny because people, uh, I did enjoy seeing myself. Shout out to Robin Thede and Black Lady Sketch Show. Hey, beep, 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 beep. Two of my TV credits that are not related to my sons being on Osmond's TV. Um, yes, two of my three. Because mm-hmm. uh, you got crossover. I got crossover. Black Lady Sketch Show. And also, Black on Lady Sketch TV, Show. Kev, you was writing and directing and producing them sketches. Mm-hmm. It wasn't all them babies. And your young balls created talented children. Very young. Much younger than Robert De Niro's. People people was like, Kev was looking all in the camera, and I was like, first of all, that was my character's, I was supposed to look in the camera, look in their direction. Mm -hmm. Uh, They wanted me to do that. Second of all, um, 
Gabrielle Dennis and Scott Townsend and Robin Thede, boy, you talk about funny. Absolutely. The way she said Yale. Yeah. And this, this thing, Gabrielle, <laughs> the first time she did that, I broke and they had to redo it again. <laughs> Gab will make you break. She easily. is so funny and talented. She's yeah. also flexible. She was doing high kicks and stuff. Mm-hmm. The thing about Black Lady Sketch Show, and I don't know how they could do it. What I love about that show, and it's also the worst thing for you, the viewer, they let you improv and there's so many funny things and you can only choose one of the lines. Yep. Cause they each each of them and me all said a different funny thing, but it's in the same line section. So you can you only can choose one. Mm-hmm. And I wish there was a way for the audience, because I know it, it in every sketch would be like that. Mm-hmm. And I wish there was a way for the audience to see all the other versions of the funny stuff. You improvised that Shania Twain line, didn't I sure you? Did. I said because I thought she was Shania Twain. I know I said <laughs> if that isn't Kevin <laughs> Allen Fredericks in full And we had just watched that Shania Twain documentary. And I literally was like, why is she dressed like Mary J and the other Shania Twain? And they were like, we both dressed like Mary J. I was like, Mary J did wear that. <laughs> I'm going to go with Shania Twain. No, uh, it was a great Shania line. Twain did dress like that, too, You're though. Right. You, it was a great, great, great line. I was like, Kevin improv that. Oh, you didn't see it until it came on television. I saw it before it came on television. Oh, you are so special. I mean, I'm so special. <laughs> special. But yeah, when I heard it, it was a funny line. And I I knew the original script, but then I was also like, but that came out of Kevin's brain, though. <laughs> Kevin gonna know these white women that sang. You hear me? That's one, If that's one thing Kevin gonna do. That don't impress me much. He gonna much. know these white women that sang good songs. He gonna know the Yeba. He gonna know that Adele. He I gonna know that, know that Shania. Yeba. I gonna know that Yeba. Yeah, maybe probably a little Celine. You know, a little bit of Celine. A little bit of Celine, not much. But my heart will go on. Not Everybody not. knows that. Listen. Emily King's a new white. That'd be, I didn't mean to say it like that. Uh, see. But a new you'll, white woman. Wow. She's not sure with Joe. Apology. Issue an apology, Kevin. <laughs> Singled out. Nigga, I ain't apologizing for nothing. <laughs> I'm standing ten toes down on it. The way you heard is the way I meant it. Motherfucker. Yeah. That's it right there. Oh, Emily's biracial? Man. She's a biracial girl? That's like, like Tori. She's biracial. Tori didn't slid over. She biracial, but she, she that... She's been giving them a little twist or something. Yeah. She's been looking more black than, than usual. Because she like, listen, y'all gonna buy my music because I hit these notes that can't nobody else hit. She sang that Stevie Wonder song, and it felt like she took it up to whole keys. Too whole. I was like, why, we, why are you up that high? Tori, can't nobody sing with you up here. I was trying to teach little Marcus that song when he was little. His voice had already, it was like. It was too late. It was too high. It was so high. And he was little. I was like, oh, this is a great song for you to learn. Mm-hmm. I was like, they. I said, it's by Stevie Wonder. So I let him hear the Stevie Wonder version first. Then I let him hear the, the version from Sing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we'll learn the Sing version. And then, nope. Nah. It was too. I said, well, hi. Nobody should be up there. Nobody. Do somebody gonna try to go up there and they gonna they gonna fall? They gonna <laughs> hey hey, Kevin. Sorry. This is why I was worried about you going to Dubai because I felt you, like listen when I, we left, you like look, don't don't mess my money up you listen, or exactly. my friendship. You talking about you talking about being a sitting up high eating uh, dinner on up in the air? I was like Kevin gonna lean back, snap chair, fall and die while they eating escargot. <laughs> 
And I'm be like, Melissa, did y'all use Policy Genius? <laughs> because with Policy Genius, you can get life insurance to make sure that your family is set up right in the untimely, unfortunate passing of yourself. <laughs> okay? Marcus, oh my goodness. Enough! Marcus and I did Policy Genius to get our own uh, life insurance plans because we have four kids and we have luckily built a life for them that they enjoy. And we want to make sure that even if we aren't here, that that life can continue to move forward and they can focus on the things that matter and not how they're going to pay the bills, how they're going to keep the house, all those things. A good life insurance plan can give you the peace of mind that if something happens to you or your family, you will have a safety net to cover mortgage payments, college costs, and other expenses so that they can get back on their feet and focus on what's most important. Already have coverage through work? Employer-sponsored life insurance may not be enough protection for your family's needs, and it won't follow you if you leave the job. Now's a great time to take the lead to future-proof your family's finances by getting life insurance. And Policy Genius gives you a smarter way to find and buy it. It's super easy to do with Policy Genius. I filled out a little questionnaire online to try to figure out how much insurance I wanted to get. I was then called by an agent and we talked over some of the things that I had put on there. Um, they set up a, a quick little medical exam and we got the lowest insurance policy to do what we wanted it to do for our family that we could have found. Because I will tell y'all this on the side, I said, let me check with somebody else. Let me check with some other companies. And when I tell you policy genius was so much better, I was like, "Uh uh-huh, no more of you. Policy genius is the way that I'm going. Absolutely. 100% recommended. Policy Genius was built to modernize the life insurance industry. The technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $25 a month for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer coverage in as little as a week and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance company. That means they don't have an incentive to recommend one insurer over another, so you can trust their guidance. There's no added fees and your personal details are private. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Your loved ones deserve a financial safety net. You deserve a smarter way to find it and buy it. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes to see how much you can save. That's policygenius.com. Have, Dot you been, com. have you been clumsy all your life or just as you got I'm larger? Off. Okay. I'm off. Okay. Being big make it worse. Oh, I, no, I no. Being bigger definitely, you, you, you're trying to shift your weight differently, but I wasn't sure if it was something that all you All my said. life. Clumsy all my life. All right. Ed Sheeran was sued for $100 million. People were saying it was the estate of Marvin Gaye. It wasn't actually the estate of Marvin Gaye. It was one of the songwriters, uh, the last name Townsend, a company bought his publishing. Yep. And so they sued on behalf of Mm -hmm. him, even though the family didn't sue, neither did Marvin Gaye's family sue. Marvin Gaye's family was in the news a couple years ago because they had successfully sued Pharrell and Robin Thicke, Robin, Robin Thicke, Thicke. Uh-huh. for uh, Blurred Lines mm. and Let's Get It On. Hey, hey, hey. And uh, so here's Thinking Out Loud versus Let's Get It On. They lost, by the way, these people. And Sheeran had said he him. was going to cu- quit music because he was like, this is a very common chord progression. It is. It's like 5-4-1. 
four five one. There's some core progressions that million, especially you talk about um, CCM songs. Oh, you learn three yeah. core progression songs. Guitarist in the CCM world Duh. got the easiest job in all of music. You learn three of them, and you you know like ninety percent song respectfully, respectfully. But here's "Stinging Out Loud" versus "Let's Get It On." Apparently, this suit's like six years old. I didn't realize that. It just got settled finally. Yeah. They pitch it to the same key. Is this what you're about to play? Yeah. Will your mouth still remember the taste of my love? Will your eyes still smile from your cheeks? Darling, I... That is ridiculous. You can't. <laughs> I'm thinking about how. And this progression is different, actually. Like I feel. It's a different key. Oh, it's not just a different key. It's a different chord progression. So honey, now. The one, of the, one of the notes is different. Take me into your loving arms. Instead of saying it. It wasn't this song that they see Burn Lines for, was it? Uh, I don't know. I, can't, I don't know. I think it was the other up. Marvin Gaye song, wasn't it? I can look it up. It was, uh, blurred. Blurred. I feel like it was the one that always sounds like a doom. Do, do, yeah, do. Do, do. Do you know the Got family barbecue? Give it up. Give it up. Keep mm-hmm. on. I wish I could find. I watched when we you first put this in the docket. I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole, and there's this dude from England who, oh, but he he lives out here. He's a professor at Berkeley School of Music, mm-hmm. and so he oh USC yeah he whipped right? out, huh oh no Berkeley School of Music got you uh, over in uh boss that area east oh uh, yeah so anyways he played the chords in the same key on the guitar. So that you could one here that the chord progression is actually different. Um, there, the third note or the fourth note uh, does not do the same change. Mm-hmm. But then he went into let me play what Ed Sheeran actually his chords are. What songs? What other songs? His chords are actually in. He paid, played five songs. Five Ed Sheeran songs? No, five other songs. Oh, five other songs that have the exact maybe, same maybe chord same progression. That was different than it's still not the same as the Marvin Gaye ones, but uh, exactly as Ed Sheeran's. And he was saying, you know, being from England, he was like, here's the problem with these cases in America. Mm-hmm. It is judged by a jury who is not musically inclined. They're not experts. He was like, um, in England, we don't have this problem because when people want to file suit about a song, it is ex- examined by professionals oh. yes, who know what is an actual common chord progression and what is actually lifting something from someone's mm, song. That's good. And so he brought up the whole um, uh, Puff Daddy in the uh, Every Step Sting? Yes. He was like, that was a sample. He was like, so he infringed upon two different rights yeah. by taking that. He was yeah. like, there's no question of that. He was like, but when you start talking about 
elements of music like chords. That's a that's music theory. He was like, there's only so many chords that exist. There's only 12 notes <laughs> right. in music, period. Just combos. He Just combos. Like butter. He was like, so you have to start looking at more commonalities. It said, especially when it's a, uh, he was like a lot of songs. I mean, he played and sang. It was a black dude interviewing him. And just like me, we were like, well, God dang, mm -hmm. do some more. He played about five different songs that had the exact same Ed Sheeran chords. There's, uh, you know, the song, um, I think it's clean up cooling water. This, this song. This is in so many gospel songs. This is Cooling Water. You hear it? Okay, so hold that in your mind. Hold that in your mind. Now listen to this song. I hope I get it right the first time. Because I was when I was practicing these songs, I was like, wait a second. Uh, now listen to this song. Same bass line. It's just louder. Just very different. Okay, go back to cooling water just so you hear. Yeah. Now listen to this one. Because quartet music? Boy. You want to talk about that same thing? I love this one too. Like a whole big part. They use this same thing all the time. Through the door. Yeah. But that bait, that's, that's quartet music. Melissa's uh, want to stop by Starbucks. Y'all want anything? I will take a... I'll text it. Same. I'm going to see if I can find this thing real quick before we end it. Um, I'm trying to figure out. Babe, you want something from Starbucks? Okay. I just hit that boot. I know, his little deep voice. I just hit that boot. He do, he sounded deep. I just hit that boot. But, uh, okay, let me look it up. Okay. I'm just playing this while you find it. I feel like I'm in the back of a cutlass. <laughs> <It> was... <laughs> but I'm still here. You said, Lee? What you said?
Lee Williams still here. I made it. Come on, man. You got it? Yeah, we're going to see. Hopefully this man. Okay, sorry. Here we go. Ed Sheeran's going to sing. Loud by Ed Townsend, who's a co-writer. Okay, hold on. If I take the chord progression from thinking out loud, we have D, D over F sharp, G, A. And then let's get it on is D, F sharp minor, G, A7. It's basically the same chord progression. The place where the two songs diverge is in the second half of the chorus of Thinking Out Loud. Now, let's get it on. Marvin Gaye's tune stays with the same chord progression and the chorus melody. But Thinking Out Loud actually goes to E minor and does something completely different. Check it out. is completely different but the verse has an identical tempo identical groove the instrumentation is pretty similar they're both very sparse but the melodies are completely different so on one hand yeah is it derivative of it of course it is it's way closer than blurred lines was with got to give it up i mean no question about it let's take a look at the melodies in the verse okay. That's not the white man that I'm talking about, <laughs> but yet and still, you got to be able to hear it. I couldn't find the white man I wanted. <laughs> I wanted the white man that played the different songs. Oh, why would you say that like that? Because it's not. The white man I was talking about was bald-headed with glasses, <laughs> and he was on a TV program. He was on a program. I just don't, I can't find him. <laughs> he was so he was so eloquent. That's not the white man I wanted. It's not. Well, while we go out, we'll just listen to Norman Hutchins, just because this is a great song. It's one of the few songs that I used to play on the keyboard when I played keyboard for my church because it's very easy to play. Makes no difference what you're going to do. Oh, he won. That's why I can't find it. Huh? He won. That's why. I can't find it no more. Go ahead up. Put a smile on your face. This is gonna be. Get ready. Get ready. Get 
That's the one Chance put on his album. Huh? That's the one Chance put on his album. Yep. Carried you. Troubles and trials come to make you strong. God's got a blessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is when we start getting high. song is two more minutes of that. <laughs> That's what I was like. Okay. All right. We love y'all. Ball to the Beautiful next on Patreon. The rest of y'all, we'll see you sometime later this week for the bonus episode. Make sure to wash your nethers. God bless you. God keep you. We'll see you at the conference. Bye. 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 Here's another thing for you. Here's another one. Here's another bang of fire. Here's another one. Here's another bang of fire. Fire. Uh, uh, uh. Here's another bang of fire. Uh, with my boy Kev on stage. And that chick angel.